Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes. Until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at UH1.com. So, welcome to the land of the liars. Hello, yes, my name is Brad Radiator, and welcome to Highs and Lows, the show here on... Can't think of any more dumb things to say, because of course I'm lying. I mean, Drew McIntyre insinuated that we're all liars, and I believe Drew... He's really scary. He also probably is the MVP of Raw right now, which is what we're going to talk about today, because hello, my friends. My name isn't actually Brad Radiator. It is Simon Miller from What Culture. I have the finger of power, and when wrestling happens, I give the good bits up, I give the bad bits down. That's it. The comment section is there. Start your disagreeing, and let's up those doubts. So yeah, Drew McIntyre did kick off this week's Raw by getting into lying. He also came out with a massive sword. Not a euphemism. I know he does this a lot, but here I was like, can you just walk around with a giant weapon? Once again, that sounds terrible. His whole point, though, is that when it comes to wrestling, we're all liars, we're all hypocrites, and we're all cowards, and we're all stupid. Because, look, you can get fired from the company, and you can go out there and do whatever the hell you want before you come back to WWE, and everyone treats you like nothing has happened. Now, all the crowd started going, CM Punk, CM Punk. But as McIntyre stated, he could be talking about anyone. I mean, it's true. He could even be referring to himself. That's what he did. So it just ties into the fact that even though we do perceive him as a villain, all the words coming out of his mouth are actually true. When he turned to Seth Rollins, he was like, you are the biggest one of these. You've given Jey Uso a title shot. And why? Just because he said, he's title shot. I beat him a couple of weeks ago. Where is my opportunity? He was so mad at Jey Uso as well. He basically promised to murder him as soon as he said Sami Zayn's name. Sammy's music hit, so I'm not kidding you. He must have been behind the curtain with the audio guy going, wait a minute, wait a minute, no, 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 no. He was really irate as well, but Drew got in there first. He was like, oh, well, look who it is, Sammy Zayn. Listen, if anybody deserved to be given up by the bloodline, it was you. It's <laughs> really mean. Once again, though, you can't deny him, because as McIntyre explained, you were in the group, and 75% of the atrocities that they did you were there as well. So what did you think was going to happen when you betrayed them? So essentially, you're a rubbish person. Same was still pissed at him, though, because at one point he thought they were the same, but now not in a million years. Because sure, yeah, he failed when it came to his big world title opportunity. But what did he do? He knuckled down and he main evented the first night of WrestleMania. I don't know why I paused then. That was really strange. So now all his friends and family are proud of him. But when it comes to Drew McIntyre, well, you just slapping all of them around the face. They definitely shouldn't have said that because Drew was like, oh, man, you want to get in my face? Well, I demand this match we were going to have starts right now. When a referee turned up, that's what we were going to do. So, of course, this is going to get an up because they got so damn heated when we got into this match and just... I can't even do it. There it is. Horse noise. I mean, they went a good 20 minutes and we had dives and we had tilt-a-whirls and we had suplex and we had neck breakers. 
Don't forget when you do a neck breaker, you're trying to break somebody's neck. They was absolutely obsessed with dives too, so at one point Drew Grandham is thrown into Alan Announce table when he hit this sit-out bomb of power for a one-two ooh. That looked great. So it was then all like, oh my gosh, I've got to get back into this. When he hit the least devastating move in all of sports entertainment, the blue thunderbomb. Did it work? No. Of course it didn't. It never does. Throughout all of this, too, Zane got in trouble because he tweaked his leg. So when he went for a leapfrog, uh-oh, it totally went out and he fell on his ass. And the referee was a bit like, oh my gosh, I'm worried here. But when it came to Drew, he smelt blood and he just wrecked him with a chop block. That basically totally screwed Sami Zayn as well. So then Drew got his foot ready. He whammed him with a claymore and he got the one, two, three. And we had this great shot of Drew's face. He didn't give a flap. So from now on, we shall call him No Sympathy Steve. And this was going to play out later too on two separate occasions. So we just give it a round of applause. What a fantastic way to start, Raw. Give it an up. Byron Saxton was then chatting to Zoe Stark and Shayna Baszler. Mostly because later, it is going to be Nia Jax versus Shayna. So he wanted to know how she felt. And basically, she was all like, well, I'm going to break Nia's arm like I did a couple of years ago. So we bring it down. There is the crime counter. Can't go around saying, oh, I'm going to smash this person's limb. You'll definitely go to jail. Nikki Cross was also lurking in the background during this segment. And I'd love to tell you this was going to go somewhere. But I'm pretty sure she has been lurking in the background of segments since about 2017. I wouldn't get your hopes up. When we honestly totally justified everything we've ever done with the bloodline. We got this amazing video for Jay Uso, who of course is going to be taking on Seth Rollins for the world title later. And it was so well done and it was so well produced. I sat there, like the nerd I am, and I'm like, could Jay Uso actually win this championship? Because I turned into somebody else. Now look, that was never going to happen, but I believed. But if I had told you that this man would be in this position even two years ago, this would have happened. What is wrong with you, you stupid son of a bitch? You think Jake Uso's going to be in the main event? Oh yeah, I will not hear a bad word about Roman Reigns' group because it has created stars. And the real sad thing about this is that Jake Uso ain't allowed to say yeet anymore and they blurred all references because there's some kind of copyright out there. That sucks. We went right from this to sadness, though, because I think Drew McIntyre just finished off Sami Zayn for good. When I say good, maybe for a few weeks. The I was in the parking lot, as all wrestlers like to do. They enjoy hanging out there. When McIntyre was back and he just totally destroyed this guy's leg, like he put it up against a box-like structure and he just crushed it. It also tied into what he mentioned earlier because he actually said, only one of us is walking out of here tonight. So he wasn't lying. What I would do now is I would keep Sami Zayn off television for a little bit and then he can come back at the Royal Rumble. Like it's only a mini surprise, but it's a surprise all the same. It also means potentially you could go right into a mania program between Drew and Sammy, and I'd be all right with that. Maybe it has some kind of crazy stipulation. I still think Drew McIntyre needs to be the world champion soon. But right now, I am plugged into this. I'm not moaning. Sexton was then back with his microphone after this, which again is not a euphemism. He was talking to Becky Lynch. It didn't really go anywhere because Nia Jax interrupted her, so I felt like a proud panda. Seven days ago, I was like, I think we're about to do a Becky Lynch and Nia Jax match. I think I was right. Of course, Lynch still feels like she owes her a receipt when she did break her nose. This is WWE 101. We build Jax up to feel like an absolutely undefeatable beast. And then who beats her? You're not saying Becky Lynch. I don't actually think you're listening to this video. It also means Lynch can then move on to WrestleMania where she takes on Rhea Ripley. But before then, it was Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler. And well, just listen to everything I just say. It really does put us in a strange position, though, because of course I was like, well, Nia Jax has to win this in order for her to have that mystique. 
But on the other side, I'm like, why do we keep beating Shayna Baszler and Zoe Stark? They're like, really good, man. At the moment, they're just losing, 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 losing. Shayna did do his promise, though, because he kept trying to break Nia Jax's arm. That essentially didn't work, because now I was like, well, no, I'd rather my limb did work. So every time you try and do this, I'm just going to squish you. She also hit this Samoan drop, which is okay, because she is Samoan. When Baszler came back with this amazing German suplex, my Nama is Simon. Shayna then tried for the Kira Fuda clutch, but once again, Jax just stood up and went, boop, and put her into the mat. When she dragged her over to the corner, she hit the Annihilator, uno, dos, tres. Or eins, zwei, drei, or one, two, three. Becky also came out after this and chased her away, so we are going to do this. And look, I'm going to give it an up because, again, it's nice and simple storytelling. But I'm a nerd. I'm a geek. I tell you this every single week. And given that Shayna Baszler quite literally retired Ronda Rousey from WWE and Zoe Stark punched Trish Stratus in the face and hasn't really done much of anything since, well, you got to give it a down. I really hope we light a fire under their ass soon. CM Punk fun next. And spoiler... He was not on this show. Now, to be fair, WWE never said he was going to, so you have to give him fair game to that one. But he is going to be on SmackDown, because the whole story we're now telling is who is he going to sign for? Is it Monday nights or Friday nights? Now, the answer is obviously Raw, because Randy Orton just signed with SmackDown, but that's okay. You know the deal when it comes to the brand split. It doesn't actually mean anything anyway. We really have made him feel like a big deal, and apparently before Raw started, the CM Punk charts were out of control. When we cut to Candice LeRae and Indy Hartwell, they were going, ah, DIY, good luck. So I thought that was really nice and it was hilarious because Imponent Superior then walked in and they looked at Johnny Gargano and Candice LeRae. They were like, what a nice couple of idiots. <laughs> Genuinely chuckled. LeRae and Indy did snap back because they were basically like, oh, look who it is, Gunther's children or lackeys. When Ludwig Kaiser took Giovanni Vinci, he was like, listen, we must get serious because we have to win. Not entirely sure Vinci felt the same way. Kind of patted Ludwig on the back, and he just walked off. It was a preamble, though, for DIY versus Imperium. And look, this was a two out of three fools match, and it absolutely rocked. Now, I don't want to say it went full on indie patch, but it kind of did. And the absolute best part is that Gagano and Tommaso Ciampa are getting over because their wrestling is so good. I mean, this is evidence piece of A for that, because it just kept getting better and better and better. The fans massively got into it. Made me feel warm and fuzzy in my tum-tum. It looked like they had the first full two because they were about to hit me in the middle, but Vinci actually saved Ludwig when Kaiser hit the most devastating move in all the sports entertainment, the surprise roll-up, with the handful of tights, and he got the three. Pull it down, surprise roll-up counter, goes up by one. DIY then came back with Stereo Dines because it is 2023 wrestling when they did the thing. They sat on Ali the announce table and they patted themselves on the back. Somewhere Barry Horowitz would be proud. Imperium then went and smacked them because you would do that when they went for some kind of double team. When DIY hit the most devastating move in all of sports entertainment and they secured this up one to one. It was a bit like, did we need to do a surprise roll up twice? But apparently we did. It really did work though because Giovanni was then doing this amazing springboard moonsault for a one to two. When it went, I'm going to hit you and you hit me. So I hit him and then I hit your nan. It was just go, 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 go. Vinci then saved Ludwig again from me in the middle. So we have to tie that in. When once again, they were going for the most devastating women in all of sports entertainment. And actually fair play to WWE. By that stage, I was like, well, maybe they will win like this. There are no other maneuvers. Instead, though, Gargano was able to kick out. They booted Vinci, he booted Ludwig. When Kaiser did get hit with the meat in the middle, because third time is a charm, DIY scored the pinfall victory. I tell you, I was just clapping again 
They are really, really good at wrestling. I mean, I'm not sure what we do now, but that's for WWE to worry about. Let's get it up. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Chelsea Green and Piper Niffin then went and found Tegan Knox and Natalia, and they basically went, <laughs> lol, you suck. That wasn't very nice at all. Chelsea did call Tegan Rainbow Head which made me laugh. And essentially, Natty and Tegan do have a match later, so the champions are going to hang around to watch it, even though before this, they said they were going to go out on the town. It's like, you're not allowed to do that anyway. You're meant to be at work. Natty also seemed to think that if they did get a win here, they would get a tag team title shot. I was like, wait a minute. Didn't you literally just lose to the champs? I don't really get the women's tag team division at all. We then saw the Creed brothers warming up for their match with the Judgment Day by putting the New Day on their shoulders and doing squats. I was like, I don't think this is normal behavior. Still, Julius and Brutus are feeling good about their upcoming match when the Alpha Academy walked in and Chad Gable's all like, shush, shush, shush. would you like to give me some tips? And the Creed just went, no, not really, go away. Zawa then decided this would be the best time to do his dance, which is when Maxine Dupree grabbed him and she started squatting him. And I was like, have I taken some drugs? Have I accidentally taken a bunch of drugs? Because that's what this felt like. But you know me. I love goofy wrestling. Some people even say it is for life. And I tell you too, WWE needs to be careful. What am I talking about? Well, if we keep doing all this stuff with our truth and the judgment day, and we keep making it as entertaining as it is, eventually you're just going to have to put him in that thing for real. Because he gets stuck into their locker room again. And Damian Priest was like, oh my gosh, would you just leave? And Drew thought he was talking about JD McDonough. He was like, yeah, McDonough. You better get out of here. This wound up McDonough, so he said, no, we're talking about you. You have to go away. So our truth then skipped away going, dudes, you need to get better security. And he's right. They do. It seems to be really easy to get in there. Damien then continued to be really pissed because he's pissed every single week because he hates Drew McIntyre. When Dominic and JD were a bit like, don't forget what Rhea Ripley said. We're not allowed to do anything with Drew. I don't think Damien cared. This was doubly true because Rhea and Finn Balor aren't even here this evening. When he looked at the condom donut, he was like, listen, you've got a big match with the Judgment Day later. Not the Judgment Day. With the Creeds later. Do not let me down. So he's taking charge again. He is not long for these people. Well, I swear, we just pulled some names out of a hat. All right then. Because our next match was indeed Natty and Tegan Knox taking on, that's an octopus, taking on Katana Chance and Caden Carter. 
That's surely how this match came together. But listen, you will eat it and you will like it. And thankfully, Chance and Carter did win. Because if we had gone the other way and they had come back to TV and lost, I would have just fallen on the floor. Don't know why. Looks nice down there. Now, he did make sure Natalia had her moment because she powerbombed both of these people and also kind of felt like we were protecting Tegan Knox. Like, she didn't do much of anything. And when she tried to break up the finish, she was stopped. So basically, as soon as Caden and Carter had hit their finish, which is that amazing thing when they go on the top rope and they kind of do a handstand at each other and they do the splash. They got the one, two, three, but yeah, they were blocking Tegan from getting involved because Chelsea Green and Piper Niven had been on commentary. They were like, no, I can't believe this happened. I was like, well, would you have felt better if Natty and Tegan had won? Of course you wouldn't. So it is a work in progress and we are going to have to wrap up Caden and Katata again, but just because we did the right result here, I am giving it an up. We also made sure that Chance and Carter smacked Chelsea after this. Because, of course, that's going to be the justification for doing a tag team title match. I tell you. We go back to the hat on that one. really should have grabbed that. I don't want to repeat myself. But I still think this tag division needs a little bit of something extra. We go straight back into more applause for WWE after this, though. Because the justification for Cody Rhodes versus Shinsuke Nakamura couple of thumbs. Now, Cody was in super serious mode this evening because he did not ask us what we want to talk about because he already knows. When he was a kid, he saw the poison mist courtesy of the great Muta and he's been terrified of it ever since. And now he is a grown man and he had it spat into his face. He realizes his fears were real. He also blamed himself because, of course, the clues were all there. How did he not know that Shinsuke hated him? But his final question was why? I was like, I feel you, Cody, I feel you. Luckily for Rose, Nakamura had made a very well-edited video to respond to this, but as soon as he did hit play, I was like, this is great. Because much like Cody, Shinsuke had entered the Royal Rumble years ago and gone to WrestleMania where he had totally failed, which of course is what Rhodes had done in 2023. So Cody keeps going on about finishing the story, but Shinsuke never got to close the book on his tail, so now he's taken out everybody else too. Therefore, Cody must die. Wait, he didn't say die, that was well too much. When we did cut back to Rhodes, he was like, well, that is a flubbing load of baloney. That is, I am going to finish the story, and also Shinsuke Nakamura, if you truly want to get into this, you will meet me in the ring, and we will have a fight. So I guess we'll do this before the Rumble, but we could tie it into the Royal Rumble itself as well, because that match is always good when you have subplots. And this just works for me. I mean, Shinsuke Nakamura is basically a really bitter individual, and now he wants to steal joy from his enemies. As you would. If you were crazy. So I just really think that WWE is telling good stories right now and it's tying into the past because I am a massive geek. I'm like, I'm so happy I've watched for all these years because I do understand it's getting an update. They then found Anna Pierce for an update on Sami Zayn. And the answer was, well, it's not good. I was like, dude, I could have told you that. It was obvious. Uso was so pissed off about this, he thought about going after Drew. But Anna was like, well, don't do that. You have a world title match later. I think that's more important. Yeah, I was like, oh yeah, that's a really good point. Gunther then found Adam and said he wanted to talk about something, but we never got told what that was. So I like to think the ring general was, how about we get a brand new line of intercontinental championships, but each one is a different color. I can just tell that's what Gunther is into. We continue to push the creeds after this as well, because they beat Judgment Day B. This really got some solid time as well. And as ever, to sum up a creeds match, well, it was essentially this. Ah! I mean, it just feels so out of control in the best possible way. Although the highlight was R-Truth coming out to support the Judgment Day. And when JD, McDonough and Dominic saw this, they were like, oh, for goodness sake. Now, I'm not sure if that did help, but these guys were able to hit stereo dives, where essentially we had a suplex off. 
because Dommy Boy wanted to do the Three Amigos, but Brute was cut that off. When he tagged in Julius, Julius just hit every single suplex you can think of. Standing Saito half and half overhead, he just spammed his life away. JD was then back and he hit this crazy poison Rana as Dom was able to get the 619 for a 1-2-0. And because all of this was happening to Julius, Brute has just returned and he too went absolutely nuts. I mean, he pounced the life out of the condom over at the announce table when they hit the Brutus ball onto Jay McDonough. And yeah, they got the one, two, three. So they are on a roll right now. Sooner rather than later, they're going to get their tag team title match. So it really is like watching a car wreck, but I cannot take my eyes away. They really do have something to them. Gang it up. And then after this, we got into the deep and dirty. What? Adam Pearce found Seth Rollins and told him straight, listen, next Monday on Raw, I am going to try and sign the one and only CM Punk. Dun, dun, dun. Now Seth acted like he didn't care, but also said, fine man, you do what you gotta do. But when it all blows up in your face and CM Punk shows his true colors, don't come crying to me and just let me get on with my stuff. So we are doing it. Stay then bumped into Rollins was all like, oh my gosh, I've waited 15 years for this opportunity. It's like, didn't you just fight Roman Reigns for a title about three months ago when they kind of went buddy, buddy, enemy, enemy? Because Seth was all like, man, you're going to do great until I stop your head in. Jay was like, well, that sounds great until I kick your face off. Somebody has to call Nicholas Cage. They also fist bumped after this. So it was just a nice way of telling you it is going to be a good guy versus good guy match. Spoiler, spoiler, it was flubbing great. Damien Priest then continued his constant rage though because he was just yelling at Dom and JD. Do you know what their excuse was? It wasn't our fault we lost. It was our truth. Apparently him wearing a Rhea Ripley t-shirt was the reason for this, although Dominic was like, listen, Damien, seriously, these Kreese boys, they really know what they're doing, so you better watch your back. Priest kind of nodded about this, although I don't think he was listening. And yes, in the background, Gunther was yelling at Ludwig Kaiser. He's probably going, what do you mean I shouldn't have the Intercontinental title in pink? He's right, he should. When it was main event time, and honestly, you got to go watch this right now. Michael Cole also mentioned that it's been 14 years since Umaga passed away, so Jay has dedicated the match to him. And at that point, I was like, just have Jay Uso win. Like he didn't, but I would have been totally cool with it. This really was next level stuff. And if Seth Rollins had have been defeated here, somehow it would have been justified because that's the level of work they put in. It was just back and forth stuff as well because Rollins was going to bomb a power Jay Uso into Barry Barricade, but he came back with a DDT on the floor. When they got to a stalemate, it was dives. All the dives, let's go. It carried on like this as well because Jay was able to hit an insecure in a hip attack. So Seth came back with a sling blade and a splash of the frogs for a one, two, ooh. Then it was the same again with the Uso splash, the Rollins pedigree, and then also so Jay was hitting spears and Rollins was hitting Falcon Arrows. It was just one, two, ooh, one, two, ooh. I totally bought it. Uso then went for another spear, but Seth booted him and finally hit the buckle bomb. But I tell you, when he went from the curb stomp, Uso got out of the way. What am I doing? He got another spear and he hit the Uso splash for an amazing near fall. This is what I did. My back just gave up because I couldn't believe it. Rollins kicked out. The crowd totally bought this as well because they started going, holy shit, which was totally justified. When Jay Uso kind of made a mistake, he was like, man, this spit seems to be working. I think I should go to another one. Seth expertly turned that into the pedigree. He hit the stomp and he got the one, two, three. And the reason I've kind of zoomed through this is because I want to give you more time in your day to tune in. This was a fabulous main event. They shook hands after as well to remind you that neither one of them is evil. Mostly because super duper Mr. Evil was about to arrive. Because hidden under a hoodie, Drew McIntyre must have bribed Captain Picard because he teleported down and he just absolutely cracked Jay in the head with the Claymore kick. I thought he was dead. Rollins then threw himself at McIntyre, but Drew just did away with him like he was nothing when he got Jay. 
and threw him through Al at the announce table as he grabbed his head and just shouted at him, the truth will set you free. Now our truth's going to get involved. The absolute best part is the fans were booing Drew at the end of this, and they've kind of been on the fence, but not now. And once again, not only is he coming across as one of the most important guys on Raw, but this has just totally become the best heel turn, and he comes across like such a jackass. I'm just going to underline it for a second time. Make him the world champion soon, because then he can be like, ha-ha, my actions were perfectly correct, because look at me now, it is getting an up. This was absolutely fabo. There has been a sublime turn, and this Raw was just good from top to bottom. Like my only nitpick was just like a nerdy thing, but I am a massive nerd. And as always, when the counters are like this, it doesn't mean it was the best Raw ever. It just means that WWE is cooking right now, so give me an egg. Up. And of course, the most important thing you have to do today, well, there's two things, actually. Make sure you drop a comment below and let me know what you thought about Raw, because of course you disagree. Look at me, I'm a fool. When you click the video on the screen, which is ups and downs for AEW Collision. We support all of wrestling on this show. I think it's quite important. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.